And uh, if you have your Bibles, we want to go over to Jer Jeremiah 8. Jeremiah 8. Everyone's got to say amen. Praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, once again, God, for being in your house. And Father, we ask you to bless this word, anoint it, bring it forth the way you'd have me delivered, the way you would send it out. Father, we ask you to feed the flock tonight. Feed the flock. Prepare our hearts to receive. Open up our hearts. Let it be very receptive to you, to the Spirit of God, to you, Lord. And, Father, let it bring forth fruit in our lives. Let it bring forth fruit in our children, in our children's children, in our wives, and our husbands. Father, we pray, Lord, that you bring forth uh, uh, your anointing. And, God, we give you all the honor and the praise. And, Father, we ask you, Lord, we invite you to come into this place uh, Make me your sanctuary in the name of Jesus and the church say, Amen. Praise God. Well, we're going to try this tonight. Jeremiah 8, beginning in the, verse 18. When I would comfort myself against sorrow, my heart is faint in me. Behold the voice of of the cry of the daughter of my people because of them that dwell in a far country. Is not the Lord in Zion? Is not her king in her? Why have they provoked me to anger with their graven images and with strange vanities? 20. The harvest is past, the summer is ended, and we are not saved. For the hurt of the daughter of my people am I hurt. I am black, astonished, has taken hold of, on me sorrow. And here's the verse that we want to zero in on. It says 22, 22nd verse. Is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then is not the health of the daughter of my people recovered, restored. Should we say restored? But now, you know, the Bible speaks in uh, Genesis 37, 25, when Joseph was, was taken by his brothers and sold to his brothers. And along the way, it was mentioned, and they, they talk about a bomb, B-A-L-M, which is an... Uh, um, it's a perfume, aromatic perfume with medical healing properties right then. It was one of the most top-ranked bombs or medicines at that time in the Old Testament. It was well recognized. I mean, you went to Gilead. If you wanted this, you couldn't find it anywhere but Gilead. It was east of the Jordan River. And you couldn't find it but to go to Gilead. It's like today we're saying, if you want a blessing, 
If you want salvation, if you want healing, you can't go to anyone but Jesus. Right? There's no other place. There's no other name given under heaven whereby we might be saved. Right? That's what the Bible says. No other name under heaven among men whereby we might be saved. So, Gilead was a, was a region where they made this bomb. It was like a sap, like a gum, and it was, had healing properties. It was like an aromatic perfume. That was the natural. That was then. And, uh, and it was mentioned in Genesis 35, 27, or 37, 25, should I say. But to, uh, here's where we want to zero in and and, and, and try to get something from the word bomb. Bomb is the physician. That's how we, we want to look at it tonight. Bomb is the physician, the Jesus, okay? And bomb is a spiritual medicine, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, right? Praise God. So we're looking at a bomb here, but we're looking at it at a spiritual sense. We looked at it in the day of Joseph. We looked at it when they were actually, this was a high top rank in medicine back in the day. And, but we're just going to contrast it to a spiritual sense today. Praise God. And it was able, this bomb that we're talking, the spiritual bomb, this spiritual movement, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, able to heal and to save the lost. Heal and say the lost. Aren't you glad that Jesus saved you one day? <laughs> I'm so glad that Jesus saved me one day. I was blind, but now I sing. Praise God. It's like saying, is there no bomb in Gilead? It's like saying, is there no God in heaven? <laughs> is, is there no God in heaven? And, and, and Jeremiah was lamenting. He was... He was uh, troubled. He was troubled. He was lamenting for Jerusalem, for, for Judah. He was crying for the church. He was crying out for the church. Crying out for the church. It's like this pastor here, Pastor Kenny. Praise God. Now, he's got a vision, and he's got a burden that I can tell because he is being a, a younger minister, uh, it reminds me of my pastor when I was coming up. He's got a vision for the lost. He was talking about, and we're going to go to it, Jeremiah, I think it's 6, I believe that's what he said, 16, uh, where he said to, to return back to the old path. Return back to the old path. Praise God. But they said, no, we won't do it. We're living in a church world today that, that a lot of people are satisfied in the condition that they're sitting in today. They're satisfied. You know, there, I'm going to tell you something tonight, and there's a difference between religion and salvation. The church is full of religion, but come on. Some, something's missing sometimes. Some people don't know that they saved. They don't know whether they saved or not. Well, I tell you what, the discernment of the Spirit is working tonight. 
back to what I was saying. <clears throat> Let's go to the Luke 24 and 49. But before we turn to Luke 24 and 49, something happened in Luke 24 49. There was a degree that went out from heaven. There was a degree that went out from heaven. It's something that <clears throat> God had to equip the human being with, and that was with his, you may say, DNA, or you may say, you might translate it a different way, but God had to translate you with his mind. Paul said, let the same mind that was in Christ Jesus be also in you. That's a powerful word. That's a powerful statement. That's the same. Let the mind that was in Christ Jesus be also in you. He thought it not robbery to be as God. So we're, we're trying to make a distinction here that so if God has said, I'm, I'm going to equip my people to be able to overcome. We're just clay, dust, made from the earth, but he said, they can't handle what's going to come their way. They can't handle it, and we can't. If it wasn't for the Lord Jesus, we would be a one terrible mess. We would be one terrible mess. Like, uh, like the pastor was saying the other night, a lot of people don't, don't know their left hand from the right hand, don't know where they're going, where they've been. They don't know who they are. We'd be a mess if we didn't have Jesus, if we didn't have Jesus in our lives. Praise God. So someone turn over to Luke 24, 49. <clears throat> and I believe we read this. Uh, I believe the pastor mentioned this uh, Sunday, last Sunday. And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued, endowed, endued, gifted with power from on high. I want everybody to say I'm gifted and I'm endowed with power. If you have the Holy Ghost, if you have the Spirit of God dwelling in you, you are endowed, you're gifted with power from on high. Praise God. I just wanted to make that distinction, make sure, like I said, we got to find out. We got to know that we know that we know that we're saved. We got to know that we know that we know, like I said, if Jesus comes tonight, we're ready and packed up, ready to go. Amen? Praise God. He said, and we'll read that again. And in behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. So we're talking about a power. We're talking about a bomb. We're talking about the Spirit of God. I said, how be it when the Spirit of truth has come, it will lead you and guide you into all truth. That's what the Bible says. Mark 16. 
Howbeit, when the spirit of truth is come, he will lead you and guide you into all truth. Praise God. So we're trying to focus on this, this power, this bomb, which is Jesus, Jesus living in you. If you abide in me and I abide in you, that's what the scripture says, right? And we can ask what we will. He says, if any two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst. If two or three are gathered together like tonight, I am in the midst. He said, if two agree on touching any one thing, believing that you should have it, you shall receive it. You receive it. Either you receive it because you want it or you receive it because you don't need it. I don't know. And if I want to believe on something, I'm waiting on it. My expectations are high. Are your expectations high tonight? Are your expectations high in God? I was crazy enough that when they told me I was under old gospel tent one day, a sinner, the chiefest of them all, done went everywhere I could go, do done everything I could do, and my life was a wreck. And he said, lift up your hands and, and, and talk to Jesus. I lifted up my hands and talked to Jesus. He says, Jesus, come into my life. I said, Jesus, come into my life. Praise God. Say, I need you, Jesus. I need you, Jesus. They got me going. After they got me going, they couldn't stop me. And after a while, I started feeling something. I'll testify. Brother John got that started, see? When one starts, the other got to follow, right? <laughs> they said, reach out and say and touch him. I said, touch him? I can't see him, much less touch him. And you know, folks, church, I'm telling you, I stand here before you tonight. The Bible says that Jesus said, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. I wasn't looking for God, but he was already looking. He hadn't been looking for me. I wasn't the one. He wasn't lost. I was the one lost. <laughs> Glory. And I tell you, and they said, reach out and touch him. And by faith, said by faith, by faith. Faith comes by hearing, hearing the word of God, right? And I reached out and reached out and reached out. And, and I tell you, folks, God is my witness. I've seen him coming in the clouds of glory, in the white robe with his hands extended. They were praying, touch him. And finally, I saw him. I said, I see him now. I see him now. And I was on my tiptoes, reaching out, and, and he was so close, and yet he was so far, and, and uh, my faith came alive. 
my faith came alive. And when I touched him, Lord and behold, my tongue started loose. I started speaking in tongues in a, another language. And I got scared. And I said, what's going on? I said, what's going on? And I tried to stop it, Brother Jim. And like I said, I couldn't stop it. It took off. And I said, glory. And I tell you what, I, I got that Holy Ghost. And that was back in 1974, right there on 70th and Line Avenue under Old Tent. Preacher out of Kerrville, Texas. And I tell you what, I ain't never been the same since then. And I said, call me crazy. And that's what they say, everybody, I went home. I didn't have to abandon my friends. My friends left me. They just thought I had, <laughs> they, they thought I had just lost it. I lost it for Jesus. I said, I lost it for Jesus. I lost it for Jesus. Praise God. But that was that bomb I experienced, uh, that bomb from heaven, the, uh, that power from high on high. Praise God. It came down, down to this earthly vessel here and filled my soul, sick, sin, soul. And I'll tell you what, I ain't never been the same. Like I said, if you see me get excited, it's because I have him in me. I have him in me. Praise God. Praise God. I'm not, not going to get excited tonight. But I want to get excited. I do want to get excited. I really do. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> God has empowered the church. Luke 24, 49. And you are the church. We are the church. Not this four walls. It's just a, a house of prayer. We're the church. Praise God. Matthew 13:58. We want to try to hurry it through here. Matthew 13:58. I believe that's what I said. Yep. Let's jump up there about 55. Is not the carpenter's son, is not this the carpenter's son talking about Jesus? Is not his mother called Mary and his brethren, James and Joseph and Simon and Judas, 56 verse, and his sisters, are they not all with us? Whence then has this man all these things? 57 verse, and they were offended in him, but Jesus said unto them, a prophet is not with honor save in his own country and in his own house. And the 58th verse, I want you to focus on that one. And he did not, and he did not many mighty works there because of their unbelief. The church is living under privilege tonight. Under privilege. They're under, you're living under privilege if you let that unbelief crawl into your spirit. Unbelief. The Bible says if it's not faith, it's sin. That's pretty harsh, isn't it? If it's not faith, it's sin. So if you're not having faith, 
you're sinning in the church. Now, you know, that's pretty harsh. And a lot of people say, you don't know what you're talking about. I say, well, you're going to have to read it and look it up. Praise God. So what we're getting to is that bomb of Gilead. Is there no bomb in Gilead? And Jeremiah was meaning the bomb in Gilead. He knew that there was bomb in Gilead. Gilead was a resource where they had this stuff. They had the stuff that he knew that. But he was, in contrast, referring to the church. Is there no bomb? Is there's no power? Is there's no healing power? No, no, uh, no, no healing power. Is there no delivering power? Is there no healing? Is there no deliverance in the church today? Is there not any in the church today? And we find ourselves, like I said, a lot of times, short, short of being blessed, and we miss out on the benefits of God. We miss out on the benefits of God. Praise God. Praise God. Because the unbelief, he could do not many miracles. Now, that's Jesus. You're talking about the Son of God. You're talking about Jesus himself, that he couldn't work in the midst of unbelief. Now, when the Holy Ghost is coming, we call the Holy Ghost to come. We invite the Holy Ghost to come. You do, we do not quench the Spirit of God. When we quench the Spirit of God, then the unbelief, it covers, it covers the, the atmosphere, it covers the sanctuary, and, and the, the Holy Ghost is grieved. You grieve the Holy Ghost, and the Holy Ghost cannot and will not work. Miracles, deliverance, healing. Praise God. And sometimes we leave the church house worse than when we came in because we didn't leave with that promise that God said we could have. We didn't leave with that victory. We didn't leave with that joy. We didn't leave with that comfort. We didn't leave with the peace. Praise God. Luke 16. Turn your Bible on Luke 16. Y'all getting anything out of this? Getting anything out of the Word of God? Always. There you go, brother. Always. Praise God. You can't go wrong with, with the Word of God. You can't go wrong with the Word of God. Now, I might, I might lead you astray, but God won't. Huh? I might rear you wrong or gear you wrong, but God won't. If you stick with the Word of God, you can't go, you can't go wrong. Let's read a little bit. Let's go, let's go uh, 16, 9. Now, when Jesus was risen early the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast seven devils. And she went and told them that had been with him, and as they mourned and wept 
And they, when they had heard that he was alive and had been seen of her, believed not. Why was it so hard for them to believe? Well, it goes to show you that even in the company of back in the old day, back when Jesus walked with them and spoken to them life, and yet he told them he was coming back. So I'm coming back. Twelve verses that after that he appeared in another form unto two of them as they walked and went into the country. And they went and told it unto the rest of you, neither believed they them. So there was a lot of doubt going on, a lot of doubt going on. First, they didn't believe Mary, and then they didn't believe the other characters. So there was a lot of doubt going on there. After he appeared unto the eleven as they sat at meat and abraded them, with their unbelief and hardness of heart. Now, he sat them down and gave them a good prep talk. He sat them down and gave them a prep talk. He says, man, what's going on? I said, you know what? what? What's all this unbelief here? Because they believed not them which had seen him after he was risen. In the 15 verses, he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. 17 verses, And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. up in the east coast Kentucky, Tennessee up around that area and they, they play around with them serpents of course they they, they, they they missed the boat by a long shot <laughs> you don't tempt God you don't tempt God but I, I, I read that to you t to see how the unbelief is so damaging Unbelief is so damaging that you can't, you can't comply with the, the power that God has given you. God has given you a power, but if you don't comply with faith and mix it with faith and works and works by faith and faith by works, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot do those things that Jesus said that endued, endowed you with the power, and sometimes we come up empty-handed. It's like we're beating up against the wall, and we cannot, we cannot obtain that which God said we could. Praise God. Okay, let's go to Jeremiah 6, 16. Jeremiah 6, 16. 
Everybody has to say amen. Praise God. Y'all getting anything from this? Praise God. Praise God. Thus saith the Lord, stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old paths. Where is the good way? And walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. But they said, we will not walk therein. You know, a lot of people don't like changes. Let me see if I can let me see if I can take it home. A lot of people don't like changes. Praise God. You say, you leave me like I am? Don't tell me what to do. Well, I'm not telling you what to do. God's telling you what to do. <laughs> and I said, I'm just fine right here. I'm fine. I'm fine. Don't don't mess with me. I said, I was like this. Before I met you, I'm going to be like this <laughs> when we depart company. But you know what? 2 Corinthians 5, 17 says, If any man be in Christ Jesus, come on. If any man be in Christ Jesus, something's got to change. Some of them old ways got to go. Huh? They got to go. The things you once hate, you're going to love. And the things that you once loved, you're going to hate. Now, we love sin. I knew a preacher. That he was a, 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 a musician, country, gospel musician. And he said, boy, when I was in the world, I loved to be a sinner. You did. I said, I love, I love my sinning. I said, you did? I said, I never heard it put that way. But I guess we all did. I guess we all did. We chewed tobacco, dipped snuff, drunk alcohol. You know, we did all everything we was big enough to do. But y'all ain't none of y'all done that before, though. Y'all ain't y'all ain't done that. Praise God. But he said, uh, "We will not walk therein. We will." He said something about the. Stand in the ways, in the, stand ye in the ways, and see and ask for the old path, the old path, the cross, come on, the cross, old time religion, give me that old time religion, it was good for mom and dad, it's good for me, right, praise God, hallelujah, where is the good way? And walk therein, and you shall find rest for your souls. Praise God. But with no bomb in Gilead, no bomb in the church, no power in the church, like I said, we find ourselves just routinely going to church, performing the same old thing every day and every night, every Sunday, without that bomb that power of God, that endowed power that God has given us, that gift that God has given he has given us to perform in a way, in a way that we can be free. You know, a lot of times people come to church, and like I said, and, and they're free and they're feeling good and they're, uh, they're happy and joyful, and next weekend, next Sunday they come in and they're all bound by all kinds of spirits. All kinds of spirits. So, you don't, 
They're not standing in the old ways. But he said, you got to ask for the old path. Where is the good way? And walk therein, and you shall find rest for your souls. I have a few minutes. I'm only just going eight minutes. Praise God. I mean, I heard the story of Naaman, the leopard. I love that story. I love that story. But, you know, it's not so much Naaman that, that gets my attention. It's that little maid. That little maid is what turns that story around. If you ever read about that little maid, that little maid, <clears throat> that little, I'll tell you what, we don't have time. We, I should have started that in the beginning. I was, I was, I was in doubt where to go th through Naaman, and I should have stayed with Naaman. Because I'll tell you what, it'll rock your boat. It's good. I mean, it'll touch your heart. But anyway, um, uh, she was a believer. She was a slave. She was a maid. And she was a herald. She was a proclaimer. She was a messenger. She moved mountains. That little maid moved mountains. Moved a little maid. No name. No name behind her. They described her in the Bible about 20 words, and that's it. She was from Israel. She was a slave. They captured her, brought her into the camp of Syria. But I, but, uh, I tell you, I'm going to read this one, and I'm, I'm going to have to close. Second Kings. Second Kings 5, 1 through 19, but we, we can't. We don't have the time to go through it. I want to leave you with that tonight. I want to leave you with that tonight. <coughs> it was a miracle of the healing of Naaman. Now Naaman, captain of the host of the king of Syria, was a great man with his master and honorable. Because by him the Lord had given deliverance unto Syria, he was also a mighty man in valor, but he was a leopard. And the Syrians had gone out by companies and had brought away captive out of the land of Israel a little maid, and she waited on Naaman's wife, the leopard's wife. And she said unto her mistress, Would God, would God my Lord were with the prophet, that is in Samaria, for he would recover him of his leprosy. Now we have a little maid here with no name, no recognition, and was, was brought slave captive into the camp of Syria from Israel. And I said, and this man had leprosy, but that was her master. He had taken her in and his wife, uh, <clears throat> the mistress, and she had found favor in that sight. You know, when you find favor in God's sight, you find favor in God's sight, I think you can ask what you will. Praise God. And, and uh, but she, she, she looked around and says, she was, she was taken captive in the middle of the night, and her parents were killed. You can just imagine what happened. And it was a turmoil, and she ended up in the Syrian's camp but and uh, uh, and there there was a word about this leopard wanting to get him clean, and I'm going as fast as I can, folks. And uh, 
And she said, y'all just don't know. You just don't know the God I serve. You just don't know. I said, they're thinking, well, maybe, maybe they, can, they can cure him. But she knew it was an uncurable disease. Leprosy is an uncurable disease, but she knew down in her heart she had a God. Come on. She had a God in heaven. She had Elijah come on the prophet. He said, what to God, what to God that my master right now, praise God, if, 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 if they would let me go back over there to Israel, I know a man that can. Come on. I know a man that can heal that leprosy. And she had the faith. She was a believer. Come on. Even though she was a slave, even though she was a maid, but still, God made her a proclaimer, and God made her a messenger. Come on. And the king was impressed. Come on. Naaman the leper was impressed. The wife was impressed. Everybody was impressed because he said, out of nowhere, this, this child has no recognition, has no name, no nothing, but yet she moves us. She moved them by her faith, her faith in God. And I see our time is up, and uh, we're going to have to get back on that one. Got to. Got to. But uh, I hope that, that, uh, that uh, God gave you, if not a revelation, God opened up to you some things that might help you. That might help you. Praise God. And I thank God for this moment, for this hour. And, uh, and we're, we can be like that little maid. She didn't, her faith was strong. Her faith was contagious. Her faith was contagious. It rubbed off on the king. Come on. It rubbed off on his, uh, 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 her mistress. It rubbed off. Her faith was contagious. If our faith gets contagious like that, praise God. People are seeing, she didn't hide her light under the bushel. She said, I'm in a foreign country with some foreign people, but God gave her favor over those people, praise God, and made them believers. And I'm naming, naming, well, you know the end of the story, the conclusion of the story. And uh, uh, Elijah told him, said, go dip, dip in the Jordan River seven times and and you'll be whole, you may be clean, you'll be clean. And he said, no, that ain't good enough for me. I said, in the Jordan River? He said, ain't nothing but a muddy river. I ain't going to uh, uh, jump in that river. But even though uh, he finally realized that somebody was pulling for him and uh, his servants kind of quieted him down because he was mad, he was raged because Elijah had told him to go take a bath in that Jordan River, that muddy river, when... If he had asked him to do a hard thing, he would have did a hard thing. But anyway, that's how God works. God confines, confounds the wise with the foolish things. Sometimes we don't believe because the, 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 when, when God comes towards us and for us, like I said, he might actually do a foolish thing. But then your unbelief kicks in. He said, I can't do that. Your pride kicks in. 
I can't do that. But if you were here and Naaman was here, the leopard, you have a little talk with him. Let me tell you how he went. <laughs> but anyway, praise the Lord. I thank you for being patient with me. And uh, I hope that just that you got something out of it. Praise the Lord. And, uh, and I will leave you with this.